Bridging the Generation podcast. I am your host, Malak Arif, and today I have a very, very, very special guest. You guys, these brothers right here, they have been on my radar for about a year now. Um, conflicted schedules have delayed this opportunity, but now we have them here, and I'm talking none other than ADOT and CDOT of the standouts, man. How's it going, fellas? What's good, What's good man? How you doing? Yeah, man. Hey, again, long overdue, man. Long overdue. I'm I'm ready to uh, you know, hope you hope you fellas got some time. We got some time, man. We good. We locked in for sure. We've been been wanting to get to this for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show definitely definitely fuck with your platform for sure. Hey, appreciate that, man. I fuck with what you what you boys bring to the table, man. As far as this hip hop shit, man, I I love it, bro. Like I I feel like. You know, you guys are bringing a, a breath of fresh air, man, especially, you know, coming from where you guys come from. So we go get into all that shit, man. But first of all, how you guys been maintaining with this whole, you know, COVID-19 and this whole pandemic shit, man? I know it's, you know, it's, it's, it's different for a lot of artists, man. You know, ADOT, CDOT, how y'all want to, you know? Man, uh, it it's kind of been like I was already working at home. So that part wasn't that much of an adjustment. It did put a damper in some plans. We definitely still plan on doing some traveling and you know getting in person with these artists and stuff so that's the part that you know that's the part that's been biggest affected but Mm. we've been blessed uh you know had a couple family members catch it but nobody got seriously sick yeah fortunately fortunately same same for me just uh my work schedule didn't change too much thank god you know what i mean i was able to keep working through the pandemic and just been going on, carrying on for about a year and a half now. It's just, it's just kind of normal now. So, but yeah, like you said, with the music thing, we definitely was planning on doing a lot, doing a lot of traveling and you know, what I'm saying, link with people in person. So mm-hmm. we didn't get to do that, but we still, you know, what I'm saying, was able to be effective this year. So we can't can't complain too much about it. No doubt, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Well, look, one thing, one of the reasons, man, I have you on my on, on my platform, man, because you guys are very unique uh uh producing tandem man you know being that you guys you know you produce a particular type of uh music that uh, you know that uh, that i love you know you know the type of music that 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 i'm familiar with and um you know but you guys are not from where most people would probably think you guys are from so where you guys originally from man tell tell the folks where you guys from Fort Worth, texas man it's um Pretty close to Dallas. Uh, it's all in the same metroplex. So you got Dallas, Fort Worth, and Arlington. Mm-hmm. They call it the DF Dub, and you know what I'm saying? We're from the Fort Worth part of that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what's, what's go ahead, my bad. I was just saying born and raised. Born and raised. Okay, okay. So so Fort Worth and Dallas is about what we talking about, maybe about 10, 15 minutes apart. 30. Yeah, 30 to 45, depending yeah. on traffic. But yeah, it's, okay. It's, yeah, it's a whole city in between Fort Worth and Dallas, and that's Arlington. Shout out to Arlington. Arlington so, is where uh the Rangers play Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, 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 talk about you know the the uh, you know like the music scene in 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 in, uh, in Texas, man. Not just matter of fact. Talk about the music scene in Fort Worth, man. Because from I've, I've been to Houston and I've been to Dallas. Never been to Fort Worth, but uh-huh. what I've noticed, man, is two different cultures, man, from Dallas and yeah. Texas. And if you want to throw in San Antonio, that's a it's three different cultures. So a lot of people that's outside of Texas, man, we all think that all of you guys share the it's the same shit, but it's really not. So talk about that a little bit, man. Uh, Fort Worth, uh, Dallas, like it's two different cultures, two different 
styles of uh dress and everything, but like for worth uh Fort Worth has a, a few artists that's that's jumping off right now. Like, you know, we have uh Go Yayo, G Money, Lil Runny, mm-hmm. uh his brother, rest in peace, uh, my cousin Zach, he was a big part of the Fort Worth music scene. Mm-hmm. Uh he got uh his life got uh cut short like a few years ago, so but uh, mm. yeah, shit. Uh, yeah, the music scene is basically it's more so what's popping, what's hot right now is either either the street shit yeah. or um, shit. Pretty much that for right yeah, now. Yeah, that's what's going like, on. That's what, like, that's what everybody getting popping with, like starting you know the unnecessary beat, and then you know what I'm saying building the career off, trying to take the career off of that. But it's yeah, entertaining, yeah. but it's not work too slow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they get caught yeah. before they can ever get that chance to yeah. you know what I'm saying get out there and make a name for themselves. The dudes can make music. Right. So they having a plan to the gimmicks. That's kind of what you know. Like when you are in your hometown, like people don't really mess with like the what's going on until like somebody else somewhere else is fucking with it. So mm-hmm. like how we trying to build our fan base and whatnot, like just wherever exactly. you're fucking with it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Your hometown see that, you know, so they see other people fucking with it. That's when they'll start talking right. with it. But for to get hot, if you want to just get hot out of four, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You come with the street yeah. gang, 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 gang shit, you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. Go from there. Just following the Chief Keep, the Chicago uh, right. formula. That's mm-hmm. pretty much yeah, what pretty it much, is. Yeah. It's okay. I ain't know, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, them dudes can make some good music though, you know what I'm saying? So I hope they can figure that shit out and Quit all that unnecessary, yeah, yeah. Music, you know what I'm saying? To just make the music and evolve that sound from there and really put the city on. But if yeah. not, yeah, we'll take care of it. We're trying to do it. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I know, I know. Um, Yellow Beezy and Mo Three and all them. They they from around that that area, right? Yeah, yeah down, down, um, two huge artists, man. Huge yeah, artists, yeah. much much bigger than they are now. If they wasn't, you know what I'm saying, going at each other like they are, but. Mm-hmm. No man, that, that I don't know. I ain't got much to say about that because that's a lot of a lot of other shit going on mm-hmm. with it. But yeah, unfortunately. So 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 with all that all that's going on and, and you know in Fort Worth and the whole Dallas uh area, you know, metropolitan area, you know, what how did you guys decide to go down the the path that you guys have taken as far as um your producing style? Like, did you guys ever catch flack? Matter of fact, before I even get to that. You know, how did you, when did you guys decide like, man, this is the type of hip hop that we're going to be into? Or was there ever like a, 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 a different type of hip hop that you guys were into prior to the, the, the music that you guys producing now? You know? Yeah. I'd say we got into a way before our, yeah. even, our local music scene yeah. even started to boil. So we didn't even, it wasn't nothing for us to pull much of an identity from unless it was, you know what I mean? The Houston sound with rap a lot and the things they was doing or DSR. You know what I mean? The local guys like that. So before that, yeah, I mean, and, and, I mean, and really, you know, I started making beats before there was a YouTube, Facebook. I started making right. beats in high school. I graduated in 04. So, um, and also when you combine the fact that I was always in honors English, I was always in like AP English. I always liked words and right. So the lyricism always stuck out to me. So like when you combine that with the fact that I didn't know what a sample was for a while. I just knew that the instruments were better than the synthy sounds. Like I right. like the instruments more. So like when I heard, like I always say, well, when I heard "We Gonna Make It," I was watching One of Season Park, and when "Knock Yourself Turn Knock Yourself Out" turns into "We Gonna Make It," that's what changed my life. And uh. then I'm around and I'm listening. I used to uh, catch the bus to school, and I would watch you know the, the videos before I had to catch the bus, and I saw "Keep It Thorough" by Prodigy. Woo, Alchemist. I'm I'm 15 and I'm hearing <laughs> he's, saying, 
he said I break bread, ribs, hundred dollar bills. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's hard. Like, you know, I'm, yo, I'm, I'm, oh, whoa, whoa, time out, time out. That's crazy because again, man, you guys down in Texas, man, and you right. and you and you like what a you know. That's what I'm saying. Like, We're watching the same stuff as everybody else, yeah. but yeah, yeah, man. Like, how did you grab? How did how did you gravitate towards that? Because I'm I'm a little bit older than you guys, man, yeah. and I and I remember being down in Texas around that time. And it was screwed up everything, or it was screwed up or rap a lot. Yeah, which we fuck with. We into that too. too. I had all the screw yeah. stuff too, but we're just very musical, so yeah. we was into that as well. But like we've been putting on, been put on the music our whole lives. Like our yeah. grandparents got stacks and stacks of records, so like okay. we hearing similar samples. Like the thing that kind of stood out to me when I was very young, you know what I mean, was the through the wire the Kanye West sample. You know what I mean? The, the Shaka Khan. Hearing that, you know what I'm saying? Growing up hearing that my whole life and then hearing it again and being like, damn, that sounds right. familiar to me. Yeah. So I'm tapping into that and I'm like, damn, what is this? And it's this, 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 you know what I mean? Like, what's going on? Like, like he said, the yeah, sample, yeah. like, he was just be like, and sped I, up. And, and, I, and, and, and he knew it was a sample, but I didn't know, keep it, you know, Alchemist is not sampling something yeah, that you hear on the radio. So I was like, when he, when I heard that, what keyboard he got? What, what he got? Yeah. And then, I heard, and then you know when you hear that, and then Prodigy going crazy, and then when you when I uh, finally heard the original sample, mm -hmm. that's when I was like, man, this is what I want to do. Yeah, like, like really that, that sample that, shit, man. That shit, yeah. that shit, universal. So, okay, oh, okay, hold on, hold on. We gotta slow yeah. down, man, because we about to really about to go in, man. Yeah. We about to go, we about to go in. So for the audience, man, for the fans, I, um, I don't think that they know, man, but you guys are brothers, right? Cousins, first, first cousins. cousins. Oh, okay, you guys. So, who's the oldest? Uh, I'm the oldest. Mm -hmm. I was. Okay. I'm, I'm seven years older than him. So when I'm at when I'm in high school, this is crazy. Like he's in elementary. He's in elementary. But peep this. I'm putting. I'm. You know. I'm in high school and I start driving, and he ride with me. And I'm like, every time I get put on or something, I'm I'm making him listen to it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, okay. like, I'm like, yo, like I remember the mo. I remember the day. Uh. Uh. Mar Mossberg, Rock Marciano, mm -hmm. when that dropped, it was so. I, I texted him. I said, hey, "Where you at?" He's like, "I'm at home. I'm gonna come get you." And then our aunt, she stays in Grand Prairie, which is you know a 25 minute drive. So right, right. I, I took him. I let's go to Amy's house, and we listening to that. But he, you know, he's like young listening to this. So yeah, yeah. You know, every time, what happened was, you know, like you said, you know, when you have Kanye in high school, you got to think about it. In high school, the Blueprint came out, Diplomatic Immunity. Uh, college dropout, man. It was a oh, lot yeah. of classics that came out, and it was like the timing was crazy. And every yeah. time I would, you know, I have every pretty much every edition of Double XL magazine and Scratch magazine. Yeah. Sauce, and, yeah. Oh, I got not, I really, really fooling with the source after that. I chose, I went to XSL, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. basically, you know, I'm, I'm reading the end, I'm, I'm in it now, I'm into it, so right? I'm right. Interviews, so I'm reading like when Kanye on the cover, and he, he says he gets his. Vocal uh, chops, he gets that from RZA. Now I'm going and buying the old Wu Tang, so I'm picking him up. Like, yo, you gotta listen to this. Yeah, I, I remember. Uh, and then he showing me shimmy, 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 shimmy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? ODB, I'm rolling, laughing at this shit. <laughs> right, right. He's rapping so he's so perfect with his rhymes and just like, yeah. but he having such a good time with it. So seeing stuff like that as a young young kid, like I'm super into it, heavy into it, and yeah. been into it since I was a kid. Yeah, and just grew up with it. You know what I mean? And now yeah. I'm like half my life I don't been 
it's uh, everything we got down here, everything else all around the country just chopped in all over. You know what I mean? So seed out, so 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 seed out. Basically, eight out the one who got you into producing. Like, did, did oh, you yeah, ever? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Did you? Did I, you I, ever? I, I like to say that uh, I'm, I'm I grew off of his tree into my own tree. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. Yeah, definitely, he definitely sparked it in my mind for me to like start sitting down and trying to make music because we always love music, but. Never thinking about like, okay, I can actually get a laptop and make this stuff on my own. You know what I'm saying? Not okay. even thinking that way because I'm just in the sports. You know what mm. I'm saying? Doing what I got to do to excel at that. And you know what I'm saying? And so him, the way he think, the way his mind wired, like he said, he actually reading Double XL Max. He ain't just getting yeah. through and taking the pictures out, and hanging them on the wall. Like he reading the interviews and finding shit out. So he passing that information on to me and my other brothers and little cousins. And I'm just the yeah. one that really tapped into it the most and shit. 10, 15 years later, you know what I'm saying? We're trying to really do this thing for a career. Okay. Yeah. Now, I heard, now heard ADOT, man, he just mentioned, you know, diplomatic immunity, um, you, know, uh, you know, college dropout, you know, mm-hmm. uh, albums like that. Now, CDOT, what were some of the uh, some of your earliest um, albums, man? Where did, where, where, did, where did you get some of your influences from, you know, as far as, like, albums? This nigga put me on donuts, so Jay Dilla a long time ago. Like I got on, I was able to get into that like probably around 12 or 13 years old. So donuts, you know what I'm saying? And then that rolling into that B album with common. That was Ooh, a huge album. Don't forget hey, album. Top album. Album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just perfect. Oh, that came out, yeah. Yeah, and then you got then you got Andre 3000. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing the notoriety he's starting to get for his rapping because you know what I'm saying he's from the South with Outcast and everything, but like yeah. Yeah. I hear these other rappers do interviews or something, they'll mention him in his top five and shit like that. So his album, the Love Below album, is huge for me, just like all of the different melodies and everything. Like I'm real melodic driven, you know what I'm saying? That's kind okay. of my thing. And uh so yeah, that B album, Kanye West albums, you know what I'm saying, drop out. Graduation, all of those, all the way up to Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Anything before Jesus is just gold. <laughs> you know, so no disrespect to Jesus. Just, hold you know. on, hold on, man. I can't believe I'm talking to you guys, man. And you guys haven't mentioned my probably this is my one A producer. Alchemist is my favorite producer of all time. Mm-hmm. But one, He's the reason one, I huh? He's the reason I, I started making beats. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's my favorite. That's my favorite producer. But one. One B is DJ Premier, man. What happened was, matter of fact, this is funny that you mentioned that. So, like I said, when I'm in high school, all the albums that I mentioned came out while I was in high school. So I'm these are new albums that I'm studying. But when I got to college, that's when I started going back. More in depth, yeah. I started going so like. I remember coming home uh, on, on weekends or whatever, driving home, and I'm mm. picking them up. Like, we listening to The Infamous, and we listening to Reasonable Doubt. Yeah. So, of course, like, Primo is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, he from Texas. So. From, I, was just about, I was just about to say that. Yeah, you know, we know, never, they know, we know that, man. Because yeah, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even going to lie, man. Like, I've been, I've been uh, you know, I've been a Gangstar fan for damn near 30 years. But I didn't. I didn't learn that they was from Texas, man. It's probably maybe my my tenth year of being a fan of them. It yeah. took me like ten yeah. years, man. To you know, no, like, I, I knew that, you know like, that when I started. That's that's why that was part of the reason why it was it was a few things like. And this is what I'm saying. When I was in college, I had uh, I don't know how I got this, but it was like a whole bunch of DJ Premier instrumentals, and I had this little LG phone, and we would play. Me and my friends would play Phase Ten. 
and I would have those instrumentals playing while I'm, it was helping me concentrate. So I was out, I'll study premiere, but that's reason like between Primo being from Texas and then you have Ninth Wonder. Being from, yeah. Uh, and, and then he's using FL Studio. Mm-hmm. What? Thomas Fruity Loops. So these How are. How like, about that? Yeah, Fruity Loops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At the time it was Fruity Loops. So between yeah. Primo and Ninth, this is, these are the things that made me think, like, yo, this is possible. This is not far fetched. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, even making the type of beats we make, it wasn't far fetched because Primo is like the architect of the East Coast sound. And when I say he's from Prairie View, that's Texas. Right. That's, yeah, that's, that's the country country. Texas, Texas. Yeah. That's not like this. That's not a big city. And he born and raised. It, it, it ain't like he was just. A lot of people. A lot of people don't know that he's actually from Texas. Like he born and raised. Yeah. And it wasn't. It wasn't like he's from New York and then he moved to Texas for a couple yeah, of years yeah. and yeah. then he came. Primo nah, he, he's from there. Yeah, right. Primo definitely is a huge inspiration. Yeah, uh, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely the blueprint for sure, for sure, for yeah. sure. Especially but you know when, 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 when you know when Game Star, we were you know super young. So like I said, right. when we got to when I got to college, mm-hmm. that's when I went back. Mm-hmm. Did your homework? Everything that did my homework, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So I, you know, my uh, my my school was like a two two hour plus drive between Fort Worth and then I went to school in this, uh, Hawkins, Texas. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I would listen to like. Albums like I would listen to uh, only built for Cuban links. Mm-hmm. I would just drop the whole way and listen to that, you know. So, so like this is the you know, yeah, I, I, I right. definitely put the work in and did the research. So yeah. it, we true to this. We're not. It's not somebody <laughs> laying like oh shoot okay they doing this up now we've been into this yeah, yeah. like even oh. um, even the pretty Tony album when Ghostface rapped Ooh. over when hot when he just rapped over that Delphonics and he just put the record on and start rapping. That's my favorite rapper of all time, Ghostface, yeah. man. A lot of people don't know that. My favorite, he's my favorite rapper of all time. Man. Yeah, so we definitely studied and did all So, so, so with, okay, so Primo's from Prairie View, you guys from, um, you guys from Fort Worth. Now, do you feel like being from a certain region should be an indicator of how your sound, uh, of, of how, you know, we define an artist or uh, producer's sound? Uh, what do you think about that? I don't think so for producers, because you know They're what I mean? They're not producers. Producers, like, you just taking, like, elements of every sound, and everything comes from the South anyways, if we're being honest. Like, our ancestors, all of that good music that we took to Harlem and up, you know what I'm saying? Like, in the yeah, like they all come from the south, so right. that's soul, like soul to soul, no matter where you are. So when you making no beats, like that shit is just universal. You can be anywhere in the world and be able to cook up these soul if you're going through that same type of shit and you understand it and you grew up with it and it's ingrained right. in your family, your family love it. Like it just you know what I mean. So yeah, I don't think it matter where you're from with the with the production. Yeah. No doubt. No, I, I agree, man. I, th- I will I will say that like certain certain areas just have a sound like like Virginia. Like Virginia, and then Timberland, De- like Timberland for real. Like, come on, yeah. man. and then Detroit, they got a certain sound. Miss like, Elliot, let me can we can we talk about Virginia? Look, <laughs> yeah. You know that's hey, that's the neighboring that's the neighboring state for me, Virginia. That's the, so I'm from DC. Yeah. They just, yeah. they, they, yeah. I don't know what they got. Them three juggernauts, though. I just had to have to shout out Miss shout out Miss Elliot, shout out Timberland, and shout out for real, shout out Terry Roddy, like just anything out of yeah. Virginia, yeah. But yeah, everybody has their own like uh you know. The bay, they have a certain sound. It's different pockets, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I don't think, yeah, I don't think. Well, it's it's probably looked at that way now, but it uh, it ain't. I don't think it's you know what I'm saying. Like a 
like you have to be or it's yeah. expected. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it, it could go either way with yeah, that. Really. For sure. Mm. Okay, but you guys, so were you guys ever like, you know, huge fans of the, you know, the the, the screw, the Swisher House, that whole yeah, I was, like I was, in high school, that's what I'm saying. I was big into music in general. Like in high school, people would like come to me like, hey, what uh what's what's coming out? What new done dropped or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, I remember when I had the Mike, I had uh Mike Jones when he wrapped up the victory beat, mm-hmm. did the freestyle, you know. I still hey, Mike Jones was nice, man. I don't give a yeah, Mike Jones was magnificent. Oh, Chum's oh, nice. oh. Yeah, I had all that stuff, you know. I had yeah. all those uh, CDs and stuff. So, yeah, we was into that. Yeah, we was into that. Heavy into that. Yeah, straight. Uh, what he's uh, they had the slow, the slow, uh, the slow jam version, straight to the oh, room. Yeah, yeah. Fuck fuck action. Action. I think like volume one. That's how Texas I am. I lost my virginity to a fuck action. Yeah, I think like volume one through fifty was like fuck action, and then after that, it was like straight to the room. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Um, I was, yeah. See, I was I was stationed down in San Antonio, man, back in like oh two. Yeah, that's how I, that's how I, that's how I got. Cause yeah. to me, you know, when I think of Texas music, you know, like we always, um, being from DC, we always had an affinity for for Texas, man. But it was Houston, and it was rap a lot. Yeah. So when I moved, when I got stationed in, in San Antonio, that's when I got familiar to that whole D. I never even, I never heard of DJ Screw. Like when he was, yeah. when he was alive, I don't remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. I didn't get until yeah. I was like, like, yeah. you know, like, you know, saying nation nationally right, right. after he passed, but yeah, definitely, man. Uh, mm-hmm. You couldn't, you couldn't escape, you couldn't escape. Like, <laughs> you know, playing at parties, yeah, it was jamming like the, uh, the Pac Man freestyle, yeah, man. yeah, literally a part of the culture, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah we, we, we definitely was into that, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So, so, um. This is what I want to ask you guys, man. Like, what was your first equipment? You know, I know, I know, Ada, you older, so you know, what was your first piece of equipment? And you know, and, and C dot, you can answer, you can answer that. You know, uh, <laughs> my mom's computer. Uh, free. I, I got a demo from my boy Ryan. That's still my boy to this day. Uh, he had. To, we all went over. We, uh, you know, spending the night, slumber party, no homo type stuff. Uh, like we had the video game, and then he had this. He had the three loops demo, right? Mm. To save anything, but I remember everybody was messing with it. But like, they was uh, just making patterns, like literal visual patterns, not doing anything musical. But I right, remember right. when I got a hold of it, I stayed up. Like everybody else fell asleep, I stayed up, like messing with it till like five in the morning. Messing <laughs> with it. When I got to the crib, you know, I was always pretty good with like computers and stuff and finding free versions and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. I had my mom's computer, Fruity Loops, it was 3.5. And then uh when I first got that, the instruments in them was so goofy. Like I was, you know, I played trumpet and stuff. So I, I Yeah, I was just about to ask that, man. What, what you know, like your you guys' musical background, man. Cause when yeah. I listen to your your when I listen to a lot of your production, man, you know, I notice how you guys, I love how you guys take out certain like drum patterns and right. you know, certain, yeah. certain guitar riffs, man. You guys are really yeah. catching. Very, you guys are very particular with your, you know, um, your your drums. The way you guys yeah. use drums. And, yeah, I play you know, the snare. He plays snares. Uh, snares on the drum line in middle school. Uh, okay. I like to just beat on the desk all the time after I finish my work. Like you know, I said I'd be bored and just beat on the desk rapping and interrupting classes. So one of the teachers suggested that I get in the band. You know, saying I got into you know, saying start playing the snare drum on the drum line. And so that's where a lot of that's like we I, me nowadays. Like I'm sampling for the drums. Like 
Mm. Looking for off top, seeing how I can put these drum patterns together and get a flow going, and then let the rapper go from there. And I think like leading with the drums more so is like I don't know, it's just it's just a different type of uh, yeah, it's just fun. Like, you know, it's different, different. I don't know, I can't explain like what it is in the production world, but just like doing it that way differently for me recently has just been I don't know, and it just stand out to me more. And then you know what I mean. I don't know. I can't. I can't explain it too well. <laughs> I just. I just yeah. do it. You I know, know what you mean. mean. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, nah, like, it's like it's like second nature. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. you know what I'm saying. It's just like I'm. I'm. I'm already doing what I want to do next with it. So I'm like, I, I be getting parts from the beginning of the song to the middle to the end, just knowing how natural drum progression goes and what people look for and the flow that goes comfortably. And so rapping that way as well as knowing the cadences and everything, like it's just easy for me to put it together differently than somebody else might be able to or whatever. But do you think? Yeah, do, yeah. do you do you guys think? Like being musicians, do that help your production technique opposed yeah. to somebody yeah. who doesn't play, who doesn't play uh, uh, instruments? Definitely. Yes, and I'm trying to get more into playing more instruments now. I'm going to pick up the piano, try to get that started on that before this year. Uh, my older brother played the bass, so we be getting him in. We're going to start working with him on some of our beats and playing the bass and learn how to play the bass from him. And he played the trumpet, so I play I play trumpet and clarinet uh, in middle school, so. Like I said, and then what happened? Even in middle school, I was playing stuff by ear. Like I was mm. like, some would come on uh, when those some would come on the radio. I'd be in class, like, right, check this out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, and so that's how you know. So yeah, that uh, that musical background does come in handy, even yeah, when you listen to choir. Songs. We were, we were oh, yeah. in the choir together, like our whole yeah, childhood, church, so the yeah. melodies and the and, and that's where we got now. That influenced me being in the church. You know, when they when the piano, when they everybody's Man. getting right, 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 and beat. they cut out the piano yeah, and it's like, just yeah. singing and people start yeah. screaming. So, so look, so look, so look, so I want to know, man, and I, I'm sure like the fans want to know, like how did when did you guys decide, like you know what, we want to take our separate talents and we're going to put them together and we're and this is what we're going to call ourselves whose idea was this man all right so and how, and how did and how did that how did that you know come to be how did right. that play out so of course again i'm seven years older you know and then at one when i was in college i think you were in high school right and he's yeah. in high school he's playing I, I like i said for for reference one time i went to his game he ran in a touchdown he kicked the extra point <laughs> Then he kicked the ball. He kicked the ball off to the other team. Like he was a one man army. So he was really into sports. So I was just doing my own thing solo. But at the same time, we would do this thing where, like, I would lay down a sample. Right. I would walk away, and tell him to come do the drums, right? And then, uh, or I would lay down some drums and tell him to come do a, come put some sample, put a sample to it or whatever, mm -hmm. right? So between doing all of that, he learned everything on his own. And then I started. I was in grad school and stuff like that. I had a lot going on. I had started a new job. So I wasn't as sharp. Like I wasn't right. I was busy. And meanwhile, I, while I'm living this adult life, you know, he's in college, not going to class, Word. getting getting cold. Bullshit. Super cold on the beat. So I'm like, yo, at this point, I was like, he if we don't if we don't click up he's gonna pass he's gonna pass me up he gonna say, he gonna say he about to, he about to, he about to lap you he's going crazy and so I was like yo let's and I don't even know how oh the way we came up with the standouts was because uh, I love I love that name I gotta say that man like that name that name that name I'm not even gonna lie man like the first time I heard you guys was on the Eddie Eddie uh, Kane's um uh, Nezzy star. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. So when I when they said the standouts, like 
to me, I'm like, man, who are these guys, man? Like, it sounds like like that name sounds like some guys that been around for a long. It sounds like yeah. some established guys, man. Yeah. So, so whoever chose that name, man, I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and explain that. No, but great, back, great fucking name, man. Yeah, great fucking name. So, so back in 09, I did. I was uh, I did some. This is MySpace era, so I did some beats for uh, artist out of South Carolina. And they somebody did a review on the blog spot, and then right. like in the review, you know they they said what they said about the review, but then they had at the bottom they said stand out. We produced three songs on that album, and then mm. they said standout tracks, and they listed two of the three that they listed was the ones right. that we made. So that's how we came up with standouts. Like oh okay, oh. and then it works because it's like hey we in Fort Worth making this type of beat. Mm-hmm. These type of beats, so yeah, we stand it out. Y'all knew y'all stood out. Y'all knew, yeah, we knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah for yeah, a lot of reasons. Yeah, yeah for sure. That, that's yeah, dope. That's dope, dope, man. Mm-hmm. So, so let's fast forward a little bit, man. Who was like, like I said, I told you the, the first time I heard of you guys was on Eddie Kane's project, um, the Nezzy Star. I want to mm-hmm. get into your relationship with Eddie Kane and all those guys, man. But who was the first artist that you, um, that you guys decided to work with and? and you know how did um, you know how how did that collaboration come together? Are you talking about like first, 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 and, just and, like first, first artists that you guys work together, not separately? Okay, you did feel yourself. Yeah, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Time out, time out. Pill? Are you talking yeah. about Pill? Pill from Maybach Music Group? Yeah, <laughs> that was my that was my first placement. <laughs> like, yeah, we've been we've been here. <laughs> Yo, no, hey, tell Pill to holler at me, man. I need to get yo. Pill is nice as shit. Yeah. Rap like a yeah. Pill, Pill from uh, Atlanta, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but the way it happened was, I don't even. Man, I think this is like early stages of Twitter when when the rappers was like, "Hey, send beats," mm-hmm. and uh, he we sent. I sent the beat, and now that I think about it, the beat wasn't all that. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. I, was, I, I was the sample was nice. The right? sample was fire, mm-hmm. but you know, we didn't know what we know now. But anyways. Uh, I used to go on two doughboys.com, you know, blog blog area. I, yeah, yeah. I was at work on there every day to the point where like like I think the when you when you could play the music back then it was like through Z Share. So every time I would try to play the music, it would crash my work computer and I would get yeah, so check this, so check this out. So I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling real fast, and then I think I thought I saw my name. So mm-hmm. I scrolled up and it said Peel, sleep it's a song called Sleeping Giant. And uh, it said produced by A. Dot McCray. Now I can't pl- I can't click play on it because I'm gonna get in trouble. So I have to make a call and, and listen to it over the phone. And I was like, oh right. snap, I'm on two dope. Like and so after that, that at this time I'm in grad school. I just started this job, so I'm thinking about like maybe the music thing is just like it's a hobby. It's time to get in the room. But this happened. I was like, oh no, nah, we going. And so that that following March, we went to South by Southwest. I had just graduated high school. Right and uh. Pill, uh, this is a funny story. Uh, we at this venue, and the drinks are expensive, and nobody's paying attention to me. Uh, the, paying attention to us, right? This regular, right? So Pill comes, he taps me on the uh, shoulder, and he was like, "Hey, what's up? What's up?" And then like, he, Pills, Pills with Maybach Music Group around this time. Right? Yeah, he got he got the chain on. He got the MMG yeah. chain on. And uh, just signed too. He like, just signed a month, that like a like a week, a couple weeks before. Yeah, so and crazy. so it was crazy. And so he introduced us to like Killer Mike and Farnsworth Bentley and stuff. And then like all of a sudden, 
people were asking who we were and the drinks was free. So I was like, oh yeah, I want to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then he performed, he performed Sleeping Giant. He opened up his show with that. So ever right. since then, I wish you still had that video. Man. Yeah, that's I think cool. it's on YouTube somewhere, but that's not cool. not of us. So like, yeah, but uh, but basically that's when we started taking it seriously. But nothing really happened for a while, mm-hmm. and so now this was was this because you just said this was Ada. This is you. Yeah, this is me. But we, were, but we were the standouts at that point, but he had got that beat off a yeah, while I got ago. That, yeah. as, you know what I'm saying? And they credited as A.D. McCray. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's, That's what I made it. I made that beat in, in college. I made that in like 07. So, okay. but, so I guess our first time working together would be, you know, uh, my boy, our boy Legendary. Yeah. yeah. We were, uh, so it's a dude from Fort Worth, but we still cool with him today. He used to uh first one to like actually take us to a real studio and and that, like, that's actually that actually is before Pill then. Okay, yeah, that's before yeah. Pill. Yeah, okay. okay. But no, okay, so that's the that's the end. We were working together and then uh we had a local a uh, few it was a it was a collectible it was called Squad, mm-hmm. the squad with a V. Mm-hmm. And okay. it was it was his boy Lil Rick. This Shout is one of the best rappers, man, the man, coldest. Man. Wittiest rappers, and what happened was they opened up for Lil Durk uh, at, a, at a show like 2014, and I and I, I was paying attention when they was on stage, like you know the opening acts, people getting drinks, they right. not really paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they started doing their thing, like people like kind of started like looking. I was like, oh, okay, they got something. So like from 2014 to 2016, you know, we shot some, we shot a couple videos. We was. Uh, we were early on being on Say Cheese. Like we were early. We got a couple. He's, posts from, uh, he's from Dallas too, right? Oh, uh, uh, he's yeah, he's from the DMW. I don't know where exactly in that yeah. area he's from, but he is from the uh, from the DMW. He's I don't know if he, I don't know where he's from, but he's based in he's based in DMW for mm-hmm. sure, Sean Cotton. Mm-hmm. But we ended up getting on there, and then we were working. We shot videos. That was my first time, like really being hands on, going to studios, doing video shoots. That was our first time doing that. And well, then, that was his first time. We had been doing because these my niggas from high school, yeah. so we was rapping and shit doing that like our whole time. Like I'm making beats, but they rapping over. They not like even then, like the type of beats that we were making, like wasn't the type of shit that local artists was looking for. Yeah, and so they getting beats off YouTube and shit. But we doing our thing. We rapping and fuck with it, and yeah, we was doing that for a while. And then um, like he got he got into a real bad accident. Um, what was it? 20, 2016. 2016. October. Yeah, October yeah. twenty sixteen. And that just kind of derailed the whole shit for like as far as us trying to get our local movement going on, and so that that happened. And then, and I knew, and I knew that you know like we was all close, like we all got we all still cool to this day. But you know, I know that for you know they went to high school together. They and I, I told Chris, I was like, man, I'm gonna keep on cooking up, and you do your thing because at the time, you know, he's coming into adulthood, trying to find his way, working multiple jobs. Damn. And, I, and I, I told him, I was like, yo. I'm gonna keep working. I'm gonna keep, you know, doing what I do, and just when it, when it comes, just be ready. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm gonna hold it down. I'm gonna send these beats off. I'm gonna be in uh, IG, you know, saying messaging rappers and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But when it when it happens, you know, say just be ready. And so what happened was, uh, man, I ain't gonna front. Uh, RR2, Rock Marciano dropped right. Rosebud yeah. Revenge too. Yeah, and so. You know, saying when I heard Muse, that's still one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite rock songs. I was Clap, like, classic. I, I was like, I I got to do this. I I gotta make for niggas. Like I gotta yeah, do this yeah. so bad. And so what happened was, again, me reading everything, 
I looked at the back, uh, like the uh, back of the uh, album, the cover, and it said the A&R was Animos. So I reached out to Animos. I was like, yo, man, how can we get beats to rock Marciano? He was like, yo. Shout out, shout out to Animos. And he's cold. He's super cold. He's nasty. And so he was like, yo, I don't really make beats, but uh, uh, you got to reach out to Jazz, uh, Rob Marciano manager Jazz. And so I reached out to Jazz. I was like, how can I get beats? And uh, I said some, but, I, I, you know, they wasn't all that, whatever, at the time. But at the same time, he posted Bud Rock. Uh, he posted Bud Rock, and at the time, Bud Rock didn't have a lot of followers. He's, you know, saying doing this thing, and so I reached out to Bud Rock, like, "Yo, you nice, bro." And so um, he let us send us some beats. I'm just trying to get a song done. The first thing we got done, ironically, was a beat that he made, Miracle, Miracle Water. That you know, Bud Rock, Miracle Water. That's 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 it. That's his beat, and he rapped okay. over that. Yeah, and that turned into. Uh, a whole EP XV. Mm, XV. Oh yeah, that's, okay, okay. I had to go yeah. back, but I I had to go back for that one. I like I, that, that, yeah, yes. That's, 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 that's our first. Like everybody's working together. Everybody's in. Everybody's tapped in, and everybody's doing their right. thing. It's with Bud Rock. Mm-hmm. He gave us a shot, and we came up together. So Bud Rock is known. You know, so he coming up for his bars. Mm-hmm. And then he's working on projects, but he's still roping us in. Mm-hmm. And then he introduced us to, you know, introduce actually he introduced other rappers to us, like yeah. Ty Ferris. You know, like that's the second person we work with. That's crazy. Yeah. So like, I, I'm noticed because because I noticed you guys work with Bub Rock, yeah. Ty Ferris, and um, Water. And I noticed yeah. all those guys work with each other as well. Yeah, and that's you see what I'm saying. So like, and then it's a, it, it just man. The, but like you said, though, like he said when when, it, when the time come, they could be ready. And he yeah, ready. Like, we was ready. Yeah, ready for like whoever. Like they kept sending the rappers our way, and we just keep lacing them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had so many joints on that. So we just steady building and building and building relationships from now. Yeah, and that's it. We and we we cool people, so it wasn't hard. You know, we just been fortunate to be it, just like I said. Bud Rock posted something and Top Ferris be like, yo, this is dope. Who and then they'd be like, yo, the 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 A Diamond Crazy the Hall made this tap in with him. And then we made uh no cosign, just cocaine too. You know what I'm saying? That was our second, you know, that was the that's first my, I, that's my shit right there. And that was crazy, <laughs> right? And then it turns out, you know, I'm at homecoming with my frat brothers and water. That's my frat brother. He was like, yo, you I didn't know you was a ape, an alpha. And I was like, yeah. So that's how we, you know, we linked up. And then, um, but Bud Rock is the one that plugged us with Spoda. Mm-hmm. When Spoda came home, he was like, yo, holla at my boys to stand. Like, Wait, us a wavy to God, Don Carrera. You know, he he plugged all of us. Mm-hmm. And so from there, you know, Eddie Kane, uh, Plex, all, all the rim, all the walkers. Rim, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, walkers. so, so, are y'all, are y'all like members of the, of the walkers? Or, cause I know, you got all you guys, uh, you know, do a lot. You guys collaborate uh, with one another. Do you yeah, guys con- consider yourselves like, uh, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we the standouts, but you know, we don't, we part of the walkers. If the walkers is working on something, they hit. They asking us. They 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 okay. giving us a shot. They we, they we they, 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 they country cousins. We, yeah, you know, <laughs> they, uh, they sure. tap on us whatever whatever they need. Yeah, you know, and they right, hit, right. If they working on something. They definitely gonna be like, yo, send me some. I'm in the studio type mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? So we, so so. Being that you guys, you know, have been doing this thing for for a minute now, would you guys consider with like now today we have this thing where certain um guys consider 
themselves beat makers. Some certain guys consider themselves producers. What would you guys consider yourselves? Whatever, whatever, whatever it takes. You know what I'm saying? Like lately, we've been getting into more into what you would consider a production bag. Yeah, we we've been produce. mixing and mastering like the tracks that we sent. Like whenever we send a beat, the rapper get on it with tell like send us the tracks. We do our other thing, more arranging if we need to, cutting the beat out here and there. So we can, if you, if like, because I've been hearing that conversation lately too, like people considering people who chop the samples and shit just to be beat makers and not producers. But even if you want to say that, like we've been doing actual what you no, consider we, production and, lately. And I say, and I say and we produce, I say we producers because, man, a lot of times we giving the artist concepts and stuff like that. And it's, it's a it's plenty of beats that are named and have the chorus around the name of the beat. Mm. Like it sounds like such and such. So I'm naming something uh something dot mp3 and they they making a song out of that. And then like you said, now we mix and mastering, mm. coming up with the concept. So yeah, we producing now. You and know? you also, I mean, you also gotta gotta feed the streets what they want to eat. You know what I'm saying? These guys like in this lane that we're trying to excel in, like they're not always looking for a beat with a bunch of drums and extra stuff you know added in they just want to feel what the sample is and chopped up that way it can be more focused on what they're talking about right, them, exactly, you know, exactly. so you got to be able to set the stage that's what it's about like being a producer for a rapper you setting the stage for them to shine basically. and another you know thing what I mean? so and another whatever thing, that takes be produ be yeah. making producing whatever it takes like just get the job done, but you know, you know I mean? but you know we, this 2021 we've been we started in 2018 so now we have like relationships with these guys like outside of music you get what i'm saying like i, I talked to the rock and kano and spoke like we don't always talk about music but those conversations will be like yo we remember when we talked about this right. i'll tell you something you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. let these you know what I'm saying let, let them know like talk about this you know mm -hmm. so yeah we definitely producing a lot of these songs is coming off of conversations you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying and, and just current events and we you know what i'm saying like that might that might inspire me to make a certain type of beat. Right. And I might be like, yo, this remind me of this conversation. So it's like it's the same way um, another artist might see color, like, like might see colors or mm. you know see sounds or whatever. Right. And it's the same way. Like I, my stuff is I'm feeling. You know, like mm -hmm. I might make a beat based on something that happened in my personal life. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then and that's what I always that's what I want to ask. Like you know why why you guys are uh, why why. Uh, I appreciate what you guys do because I always, I always admire beat makers, producers, whatever you want to call it, from back in the days where you had um, Holland Doja Holland, Kenny Gamble, Leon Huff, the uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, hip hop uh, uh, to the legendary hip hop producers that you know from, from Neptune's oh, yeah. uh, guys like that. But but what I'm trying to say is like, how is it? You know, working with somebody opposed to working by your, you know, work working by yourself. Do you enjoy working with your your cousin? You know, opposed to yeah. working like what's what's the you know how how is the chemistry work with your cousin opposed yeah. to working by yourself? I, I say, listen, man, like when I talk about like, this is heavy, but in life that is the best decision I ever made was to us to join forces and do this together. Right. Because it's like man, like like I said, we even have conversations about just life and it kind of shaped the way we navigate right. through this stuff you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying it's like and then it's time like i said it's times when he's been busy like it's a time when he had like three or four jobs you know what I'm saying trying to hustle he didn't have no time for beats yeah. but i my, my goal is like to 
do do my thing and reach out. And so when the time comes, he can just have it set up. All he got to do is just create. Right. And then there's been times when I had a newborn, I was in grad school and I was an intern at the same time. Shit. He was beats. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the brand is is bigger than either one of us. And then like right. we come we grew up together for real. Like we was all at my at my granny's house, like spending time together and so it's it's just comfortable, like mm-hmm. this is my cousin, like yeah. we good, you know what I'm saying? Like it's the same thing. So hell. Yeah, not, so you guys not go eventually go your separate ways, like like you know, like for real and Chad. That ain't really what this shit about for us. Like yeah. it ain't about money, it ain't about yeah. like like we always been saying our whole lives, like we're gonna do something that's all in the family, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like whatever it be, like we just wanna do something that we all can do together and that way we can be around each other. You know what I'm saying? And grow with each other and yeah. share the same interests and stuff. Cause we interested in a lot of different things, but mm-hmm. for us to connect on this one music thing and then be able to like one day take care of us, like that's all we have to do. Yeah. Like, man, we pushing for that. For that was my forever. thing. And I, and I like we're not materialistic. We don't really so my my goal is to make Chris rich. That's what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? No, like, that's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? So, just, yeah. And so it keeps our motives, like our motives are pure, our, you know what I'm saying? Our, so that's why. These things happen for us because we ain't we ain't trying to front on nobody. We, we ain't, ain't no rush either. Yeah, That's another huge thing. Cause like it's, it's genuine. It's genuine. Yeah, it's real. It's yeah, real. We've been at it for about like I said, 10, 15 years. Like most people don't stick with. Uh, something that you're doing on the side for that long, you know what I mean? But that's what's been the motivation though. Like what what has been like the driving factor, you know, during all the, these years of you guys just staying on your grind, man. What got what has been that driving force? Y'all. As long as people been dropping dope stuff, it, it always gives me motivated. Every time I like, man, and just yeah, just being a part of that. If, yeah, like, if nothing else, being a part just being of a, part a movement of, of putting out good ass music for the people to digest. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because we like us, we've been we done, we got in the merge, we got in the knife wonder, like the whole yeah, just just got that way, just medium, like all types of different pops of and they yeah. saved our lives. Like my life for real. Like listen to knife wonder, little brother, like. I want to be a part of that, and that's my yeah. that's my motivation to be like somebody that be like, hey yo man, see that eight I'm a crazy when it comes to music, man. Them niggas they love that shit like and, and, love, and, you know, what I'm you know we come up playing sports, so yeah, it's a it's a competition, but it's it's mm-hmm. healthy. Like if anything, when I go when I go over Chris' house and he pulling up the stuff he working mm-hmm. on, and it's like yo, what? The, how did you even? I gotta go home. I, I, I gotta go home and load up my machine now. Yeah, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like. You know, and then it's like I said, as long as dope stuff keep coming out, like it's I could I can name the albums like B made me go like Commons album made me go mess with my uh machine, yeah. uh covert coup. <laughs> when that came out, oh my god, like the whole came up right there. That album yeah, that Kurt, 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 Kurt is spitter, yeah, yeah. all the rock marciano, and then when Griselda hit, like I was like, yo, I got to. Dipset, he makes Dipset just blaze like the Rockefeller movement. Was, 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 in high school, Ooh, probably, was probably the thing that really just just now had you the niggas look like fucking superheroes, like yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Damn, and we was like, yeah, we was, on, and that's the thing. We in Texas, but when I tell you, like, we wasn't just listening to the stuff that came on the TV. Like I was, mm-hmm. like it was a mix. It was a website called DipsetMixtapes.com. And this is when DJ Drama had got. I don't, I don't even know about that one. No, it was when DJ Drama got hit with, you know, for selling mixtapes. Oh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They rate, they rate, so they rate they did, yeah. What they did, yeah, he got rated. So what they did was they would sell stickers 
with a mixtape included. That was the way they got around it. And I was oh. ordering, I was ordering them and getting them mailed to the house. So I had diplomats value one through five at the house. Like so, right. all those underground dipset, I had them for real. And I would tell you how when they was coming out. When they was coming out, this is this is like we was a like a lot of people don't know. Like that motherfucking uh that diplomatic immunity that first the first that double album. Yeah, them shit was them shit was like mixtapes. And that goes back to me, that goes back to, you know, how we got into like preferring samples, because if you remember, Joel said that uh, song, I Love You, that, uh, and you remember how they had to replay it, because it was an Isaac Hayes sample, and they went clear, so they had to replay it. But on the mixtape version, it's the original yeah. with the yeah. sample, and it's better. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just it's the same thing with all. Who did that? That's uh, Heat Makers, right? Yeah. yeah, and it was the same thing with Kanye when he did the All Falls Down, and they replayed it, and it had Selena yeah. Johnson. Dope. But if you listen to that original, the original one, yeah. oh man, that shit was it's fire. So I just that so samples just all it's that soul. It's like you can't duplicate it. It's mm-hmm. much you could try. But when you hear that original, it's better. But he made us so influential. I, they dropped out of Howard, but they went. Some I think Arsonist went, and I applied to Howard and got in. I was about to go to Howard, and then you know, take that's a train. right here. That's in my city. I was city. gonna go to Howard, bro, and take a train to New York and try to do some intern. I was gonna do something. I was gonna be in this shit one way or another. Bro. <laughs> so Howard wasn't giving out no bread. It's kind of expensive, and then I ended up getting a full academic scholarship, but. I was I was on I was gonna be in this shit one way or the other. Okay, yeah. okay. So so being that um you know you just mentioned um you know you mentioned the heat makers man and we yeah. we talked about like alchemists. Who are some of these guys that like have you have you ever got a chance to meet some of your I don't want to say idols but some of your um you know contemporaries that you looked that you that you looked up to you know you ever yeah, got a chance to I I'm uh I met Night Wonder took a picture with him uh at one first of the South South by South Southwest. Met Raekwon. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, uh, one one South by Southwest, we ended up hanging with Trader Truth. Yeah, was, <laughs> and he, South by Southwest, that's in Texas, right? That's in Texas, is it? Austin, that's, Austin, about, that's our state capital, so that's about three or four hours away from Fort Worth. Yeah. I always, always wanted to go there. I don't know if I'm too old to go. You think I'm too no, old? Yeah, it's different now. It's different. <laughs> see, when we went, this was, see, this is the thing. When we went, the first year we went, it was still like, College kids and shit. Yeah, and Chris wasn't even old enough to get into a lot of spots, but he's a he looked older, he's a big dude. So I used to say it's my cousin, he turned 21 like next week, bro. Can you please let us in? And so yeah, we saw uh like Don Kennedy, we would see these shows like of people trying to come up. They only come yeah. up, you know, they this is a chitlin circuit, whatever you call it. And yeah, we saw our future and uh we saw we saw matter of fact, the same show. That Pill was on Machine Gun Kelly. We saw the same show that got him signed to Bad Boy. Mm-hmm. He gave a hell of a state. He, he gave a hell of a show. He 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 did his thing. Hey, is it is it isn't Brock Hampton from from like Texas? Uh, I heard. I think Austin. I think. I think uh, so. I hadn't really got into that music. Yeah. I, I think I heard some. Maybe one of the members from there is from Austin or something yeah. like that. I think. But but that that first year it was like organic. Everybody was like it was like networking. But then like I think when people start getting signed. Off of going side by side with the next year, you have Kanye West did a secret show. It, it turned into a like where you had to have a wristband to get in anywhere. It, it turned into one of those. So 
But no, nah, we was going. We I'm had to, I'm, I'm had to, I'm had to go one one day, man. Before I get too old, man. No, it's cool just to walk up and down 6th Street, people watching. Catch shows. Back the vibe is cool. The vibe is always cool out there, you know. Yeah. So, but that's that. We met a lot of people through there. And then, um, oh, uh, S1. That's a funny mm. story. S1, he made power. He's dope. He's, he's, dope. he's dope. Yeah, he's dope, he's too. Dope. So, look. So, check this out. This is a crazy story. Uh, this was 2014. No, 2013. We had this. It was this Dallas producer showcase uh it was like uh they picked 10 people so i, I guess they picked some people from dallas to to be a part of it. we had to sell our own tickets mm-hmm. and you know saying like to pay the entry fee and all that stuff so mm-hmm. we like it's five songs one minute of pop right one minute each right mm-hmm. uh, right and so we we don't know nothing about mixing but we got good beats like we don't know the, the sonics and everything so we take it to a studio and get mastered so getting the unmeet, uh, unmixed beat mastered is like putting syrup on shit, right? <laughs> this horrible. So like <laughs> everybody's doing their thing, especially when you cook it up on computer models. Yeah, you know we had wasn't, you guys wasn't you, you guys wasn't used to um, dealing with engineers. Yeah, we don't know nothing about none of that. Yeah, we just this raw talent, I guess you want to call it. So we get on. Like his people come, like his mom and aunt. Man. I had like, and this week that was, this was the week we had training at work, so we had to go into. The, I work at home, but we, this week we had to go into the office every day to do this training. And I had like two or three coworkers show up, so we get on stage, and, <laughs> and the beat start, the kick start. You can't hear shit else. It sounds horrible. Man. I'm on stage and bears like a motherfucker, like humiliated. They like, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, and so, <laughs> so we go through our set, and then I'm over there with the stank face, like I'm pissed. Chris being a good sport, man. He got, I guess, because he he come from sports, so yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, you, you gotta, gotta at least look like you, you believe it. Yeah, he giving people props. See, yeah, you did your thing, man. You know, see, he's on, I'm over there like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. And because S1's wife was there, and she's like, what about y'all? y'all got some joke here. We got some shit. Like, we didn't know. We didn't, and this is a, this is good though, because we didn't we didn't know the level of competition. We didn't know what other people was doing. We've been focused on our own shit, right? Yeah. And so after that, I'm over there looking pissed. And S1, he's like, yo, come up, come, come walk with me right quick. And so I had to put his arm around. <laughs> right. So I walk, so he's he was like, yo, man, I hear what y'all doing. Y'all got y'all got good concepts. He said, you need to work on, like, you need to listen to your stuff on the computer and uh, your car, his car, your mama car, headphones. He gave a, he gave me that gym, right? He was like, you got to work it because he said, y'all got good concepts, right? And so I walk him to this, it's a fire, you know, he got this fire-ass car off of making beats. And, and he giving us advice, even though we was the losers. So I mean, that was like, yo, that to me, that was like a sign. Cause another, I remember another sign, another sign. Cause I remember we prayed. We was like, man, regardless of we win or lose, let's let, let's have this experience change our lives for the better. And no we, doubt, and it did. So that that day, like I said, uh, we it's in Dallas. The thing ends at like two in the morning. Uh, mm-hmm. Dallas, you know, and my cousin Ben, he's with us taking pictures and recording. So I had to take him home and then I had to take him home. Then I had to go home. I didn't get home till like four in the morning. Right. I had to be up at six, but I didn't go to sleep. I got on that damn internet. I started looking up how to mix beats and how to do that. And I start 
taking notes. I'm at I'm in training, like looking on uh Safari, like looking up mixing stuff, taking notes and stuff. So I spent the rest of that year, that was like June. I spent the rest of that year just working on mixing. So that's which is kind of like one Damn. of them. Right. I, I need a year, year on a year on mixing. Half a year. Yeah. Half a year going through old beat, beats, applying and learning how to and that's kind of our advantage now. You know, like the beats sound. They sound, they ready. That's why a lot of these. A lot of, but a lot of, um, to my knowledge, I, when I see this, is the conversation that I've really, I'm going to be honest, I rarely have with producers because it seemed like most of the producers I know they handle as far as like the creating the beat, but they have like engineers to, to do we that. Shit. So too. <laughs> I mean, we were doing that for a little bit. Yeah. Um, like, uh, like we were doing that, having like other people mix our stuff, but like I was like, we had a, we had a few conversations about it and, um, Cause like I said, I have been doing the rapping shit with my homeboy since high school. So my homeboy Eddie, yeah, shout out Ed, aka Roy Project. He was he had the he had a microphone and he had Fruity Loops as well. He made beats and everything, but he knew how to engineer basically. So recording us. So I'm watching him over the years and I'm picking up on that. And so I finally get my own mic because you know what I'm saying niggas didn't have time to work everybody else. It's like ten of us trying to make music. So I get my own mic, get my own laptop, go off to college. And I'm making mixtapes and just learning how to mix and, you know what I'm saying, and engineering and vocals and how to get the low end off and all of this different type of stuff. So I'm building that skill. And then he done already studied this for a year from what happened to us in that beat battle. Yeah. So like uh, like I said, with the, uh, us sending us our stuff off to get mixed and ma- well, mastered by other people, like we would get it back and then, you know, it would come out on the platforms. And I'm right. listening to it. We're listening to it and be like, okay, it sounds good, but it's like, like we want the beat to sound a certain way as well. Right. So that's why we say, hey, just send us the stuff and let us take it all in and put it all in because everything is going to be an instrument. You know what I'm saying? Your voice is going to be another instrument in with the other instruments that we don't put together already. It's not going to sound like it's just right. over the beat or in the beat. Like we want it to be in all together in one. You know what I'm saying? So that's just, and that that, that came from us, my, me learning my mixing. I've been learning mixing for like five to six years in self-talk, five to 10 years self-talk on Fruity Loops. And then him with the the master and stuff, just yeah. all of the different places he done took the information from. And now we checking and we're trying to do it all. Like sometimes the rappers that's more established, they'll have like a, a super engineer who just that's what I'm yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah. If it's like that, it's you know like, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, sure. it, you know what but I mean? even but. still, even when they have a super engineer, like it helps when you it, it helps when you have those opportunities to uh Send beats or get beats to these to, to these artists. Mm-hmm. Though that those those months were you know those, those years where I learned like how to mix just the beat, right. and from being humiliated, mm-hmm. now it's come to our advantage. Now yeah. we know. I was, that, about, I was just about to say, you think that gives you you know because now when I think, yeah. listen to you guys talk, man, you guys are basically engineers. Yeah, you yeah. guys are producers and, and engineers. Be, yeah, yeah. For sure, we definitely yeah. want to be a one stop shop, like for the beat. The the mixing, the cradle, cradle to grave, cradle to the grave. We want you yeah. to be able to get everything you need from us. You know what I'm saying? Because it's two of us anyway. So why not us pick up different skills as we go along? Like I said, hey, I'm trying. Hey, I'm finna learn yeah. pick up the piano. He finna pick up another instrument. And he's the one. Like I said, he's the one that's like, hey man, we need to try this. And I be like, no, nah, we good. Like, yeah. he, he's the one that pushes us to to grow. Like we both push each other, but he's really into like making sure that we keep getting better. Keep. Mm-hmm. Add more tools to the toolbox and all and that stuff. And just self-sustain like, all in-house because yeah. it's two of us already. I, I think that's enough. We both two very intelligent people. We can learn anything we want to learn. We ain't got no rush on this thing, like this process. We can do this for the next 50, 60 years. I'm trying to be cold. I'm trying to be like Prince. You know what I'm saying? I want to be able to pick up an instrument 
Well, Ryan Leslie, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want us both to be able to do that. I want us both to be able to get in there on the boards. Yeah, you push pushing, yeah, you be pushing us on that. Yeah. That's, that's a so, huge thing for us. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, we do all that stuff. But it, it started from, like I said, man, that's a lesson to uh, anybody out there. You got to at least get embarrassed. Or, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to at least get, you know, you got to go through that, like, to, to really it. go to the mm-hmm. next level. You, you gotta fail, like all the athletes. No, I didn't succeed, but until I failed so many times, like yeah, that cool shit. It's real though. It's real. Like, yeah. You gotta fail. So. Well, I'm, let me switch. I'm gonna switch gears for a second. Like, who are you guys listening to now? You know, what what artists or you know what what producers that motivate you? You know, within your uh, subgenre and outside of you know your your your, your subgenre. What have you? I listen to my niggas, like you know, what I'm saying like. Uh, Wrong Streets, Bud Rock, Eddie Kane, Ty Fair. It's a lot of good music to listen to just within the camp. Yeah. I'm good. You know, uh, Jamal Gasol, man. Y'all work a lot. How y'all, how y'all, how y'all, how y'all, how y'all, yo, shout out to Jamal. How y'all link up with me, man? Mr. 3 1, man. How y'all link up with him? Um, man, he was one of those artists uh, that you just, you know, you you see, you know, you see on these, you know, uh, playlists and stuff, and he his voice is distinct. He got a very he always say, I told him, man, I said, man, he's not the greatest rapper, but he has one of the best rap voices. He's man. Been better at rapping. That's the crazy. No, I know, no, I'm not. He's nice rap. No, what I'm yeah. saying is like. His, uh, he not yeah. Technical. Like, like, no, he don't need to be. He don't need to be. But that's what I'm saying. But he talks. He don't need. But the way everything counts. Yeah. And he makes the count. You be saying some nigga shit. It's it's the way. Yeah. He reminds me of how like Jim Jones started out. Yeah. You see how the way Jim Jones rap now? Like, or even or even like people give this dude a lot of hard time, which I don't understand. Like a French Montana. Yeah. Oh, man. He talk French, that I shit. Love, I, man, French be talking that shit, yeah. man. You know yeah, what I mean? We always have this conversation. There's people that can rap. Yeah. People that talk that shit. Mm-hmm. And then it's a very few that can do both. And then your people that can do both, it's like Jay-Z, uh, Pusha T, like these right. type of rappers. But it's people. It, it's you know, like his music, man. At the yeah, end but, of with the day, Jamal, man. but with Jamal, I sent him, man, I sent him one beat in an email. Just like on somebody, yo, I think you'll kill this. Uh-huh. And it turned into stir the pot, the first one, off of one beat. Like usually you got you send four and they pick one, but this time I sent one and he and it turned into that. And then he hit us up like this was like March of last year. We supposed to get ready to go to that Boston show mm-hmm. that got canceled because of this pandemic and stuff. He was like, yo, I want to stir the pot again. <laughs> and so now I'm sending stuff like again, I'm not going and sending them Jamal Gasol type beats. I'm sending them shit that like I think his voice will sound good over. It's like the the right feel. Mm-hmm. Again, it's that feeling. Yeah. And so then, you know, now we going up to I think what 16, we got fourteen right. now. Yeah, now we just mixed and matched to sixteen the other day, yeah. so that's coming soon. Yeah. So we we start, we giving them a whole thirty six, but eventually it turns into like we would have conversations, and then it would turn into stir the pop three, stir the pop four, and it just kept going off of just life, off of current events. Like if you think about stir the pop. Three and four, he popping his shit like he getting money, and then started pop five. The drought came, which coincided with the pandemic hitting and everything right. shutting down. You get what I'm saying? And then like, I think uh, he got into it with somebody on uh, on Twitter or some shit. Or, you know, was he talking this shit on Twitter? <laughs> so I sent them like six. You know, started pop six is like flexing, mm-hmm. and so from then on out, basically started pop is just us flexing like. 
us flexing with the beats mm-hmm. and him flexing, talking his shit. Like mm-hmm. we just having fun. And it just turned going and, and turned into a whole thing, mm-hmm. man. When I sent that, like I said, I sent one beat and one email just trying to get the nigga to rap over my beat, man. <laughs> That's yeah. it. And it turned into a whole thing. So man, it's it's been awesome. He a hustling, he a hustling motherfucker. He go hard, man. Awesome. I called him Master P of the Underground because he got masks. Uh, phone cases, socks, trays, yeah. papers, socks, man, uh, 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 yeah. COVID mask. Uh, yeah, he's going crazy, man. Why so, not? Why not? He's going crazy. He, 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 and one thing about me, he's a real nigga. Like, he shared a game. Like, yeah. he, yeah. he uh, you know, like, he teaching us how to do stuff. Like, now we got a logo, mm-hmm. you know, that's coming. You know what I'm saying? So, just each that's one, each one. Yeah, yeah it's right. real sure. shit. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, Talk about this, like you know. I know a lot of um, a lot of a lot of producers are really starting to, you know, um, how can I put this? A lot, a lot of producers are like really starting to like brand themselves. You yeah, know, like, yeah. I, I noticed like within the last fifteen years, like yeah. guys are coming out and having their, their names and in the drops or whatever. You know, oh, what yeah. I'm saying. So, so, what you, what do you think about that? You know. I mean, I think if that's branded like the branding of producers, like these new age producers, it seemed like more, uh, uh, more than ever, um, mm-hmm. producers are like at the forefront of you know, I, think they, I think they, I think they should, but I like it, you know what I mean? And, I think, it's, it, I think yeah. it's about time for them to get their shine, like, and I, I think that's what they want because yeah. you got you got producers that want to be known, like you know, what I'm saying your Metro Boons, they want to be the names that you know and you recognize. You know what I'm saying? The face with it, like they it's a whole thing, you know what I mean? And they deserve it because like the beats that these dudes is providing sometimes is like the whole the whole canvas yeah. and the, the rapper just that came through. Yeah, especially Metro Boomin. Exactly. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly with Metro Boomin, if, if, uh, if I remember correctly, like future go in there and freestyle, mm-hmm. and Metro Boomin is the one that takes the and, and, and produces and like, okay, we're gonna make this the hook. Mm-hmm. He's putting all that like Richard just going in there but that's what I was talking about. Do you guys do you guys do that as well? Like, cause when I think of producers, that's a, like I think of guys that tell artists, you know, you like you you guys help the artists, um, you know, as far as um, you know, cultivating. As and, much as we can, because like I said, we have the pandemic, so we're not in the studio with these guys. But at all. I have, I you have, I, I have made an artist like go back and record some like, hey, you can go a little harder, you approach it like mm-hmm. this, or right, start right. here. Like and you know what I'm saying like we have but those are relationships that have to be cultivated. You just can't be sending somebody beats that's yeah. going crazy, getting beats from other people. Like, hey man, you need to go. Like nigga, who is you? So like, it's certain artists that we cool, it's super cool with. Like I said, it's certain artists that we talk with, not even about music. That be like, hey, you should come in on this part of the beat or yeah. whatever, and start like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, but yeah, but also producers are, are, are personalities like. If you want, you know what I'm saying, like you didn't you didn't know Alchemist was that funny, you know what I'm saying, until you start watching Cook That's Delicious. George Clinton, like, you know what I'm saying? Like their their personalities too. You know what I'm saying? Like, wait for the God, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. So uh he he get busy on IG, he's a funny dude. Cool. Like, you know, Quincy Jones, it ain't yeah. no different than Quincy Jones, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm saying like it's different what we're doing, yeah, but I'm right. saying like it's like being known for production, like yeah. so people want people. That. Like yeah. we got we got personality, we got shit we got going too. You know, I personally don't give a damn about that. Like, I'd rather be known for the music and just like not be famous at all. I don't want no fame for nothing yeah. with music ever. So that shit, it, it don't ever end well from what I see. But no, I think we, I think if we was to get fame, I think we would be able to handle it at this point. Just yeah, like, definitely. You know, but yeah, I don't, don't want to be Kanye West famous ever. Nah, nah. No, because a lot of people, a lot of people forget that for some reason, like they don't, they forget that producers are artists. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, like most people, when they think of artists, they think of a the singer, they think of a the rapper. You know, they forget that producers. If man, you guys are the sound, the soundtrack of mm -hmm. the music of the, of yeah. the, you know, of the genre. Definitely. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I definitely, I, I, I definitely understand it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, 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 yeah. That's that's one thing I can agree. Like we do, like we let the music speak for itself. Like mm -hmm. that's what we do. Like yeah. we let the work speak, and then we put it out and we kind of just let let whatever happens happens and because we know that like one thing we emphasize is making quality and making music that's going to age well mm -hmm. it's not going to sound dated so like when somebody gets put on the standouts and they go back and listen they they'll see they'll see the consist they'll hear the consistency mm -hmm. and be like oh okay these guys they, they really do their shit for real you yeah. know what i'm saying like so yeah we always put the music first so nah but as far as branding like yeah, uh, we just like I said, like if uh, if we didn't do the stuff we do, like the tag and all that stuff, then people might not know. You know, we want people to know, hey, we made this beat. That's yeah. part. That's just as far as it goes. Associated with the brand, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's as far as it goes. We want the beats we make. We want y'all to know we made it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's about it. We all, yeah, that, yeah. All the other stuff, it's cool. So what? what <laughs> so how's the? You know, you don't have to go into details or anything, but. You know, now you guys, I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys know about, you know, BMI and the mm -hmm. ASCAP and all that type of, you know, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So mm -hmm. how, how, how's you guys, you know, how, how have you guys been putting all that, that, you know, together? Oh, man. Salute, salute. Yeah, it's legit. Yeah. Like, everybody's been, yeah. everybody been, uh, making sure, making sure you get that credit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, everybody's been A1, like, yeah. uh, from district, like, top, shout out Top Ferris. He was the one that taught me about all that stuff, like, mm -hmm. early, like, off real. He, off real. Like, he was like, helped us get set up with ASCAP and Distro Kid. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out Lord Juco when he sold the vinyl, yeah, white walls. Juco, you know, he always, everybody been, like I said, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fuck shit that goes on, but we haven't been privy to <laughs> Everybody's been legit and everybody's okay. been A1 with us. You know what I'm saying? Like even Jamal Gasol, like he, he made sure we got the splits before any song dropped. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like salute to y'all for that too. Yeah, we really appreciate that. Everybody been A1 with us. So we ain't had those type of like bullshit, somebody running off on us, and we ain't had that, man. We've yeah. been fortunate. So yeah, and so yeah, we got we got all of that, that yeah, we business are, in order, you know. Yeah, we got that in order. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what's some of what's some of the pros and cons? You know, like I mean, we 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 know the pros of you know being being a producer. You know, as far as like you guys creating this this amazing music, you know, that's going to be timeless. You know, even after you guys are, are gone. But what's some of the cons? Some of the things in the industry and uh, some of the things in in the game that you could do without. Uh, from what I've seen so far, uh, like I said, we've been in this this whatever what you would call I guess the underground circuit for a few years now and like we didn't been all love but um yeah i mean i don't know what, what would you say uh it, it's not really a con for us it's just like some people be acting like little bitches sometimes like <laughs> talk just, about man some of these fake ass were stopping this no, 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 just some of these rappers is weirdos back it's I'll take really the bullets, yo. I'll take the bullets, yo. Some of these rappers are weird. <laughs> nah, I mean, it's, it's, it's never like a surprise to us. Yeah. Like I said, we've been doing this shit for a minute and like being in South by Southwest and running this summer. Yeah, shit. some of in real life, like niggas be like 5'4", you know niggas what I mean? Tweets, for real. Like, like 175, you know what I mean? Try to act tough and shit. Yeah. Like, all right, bro, cool. <laughs> 
But now we hadn't ran into that. Yeah, we hadn't ran into that. Like, we don't, we don't y'all ain't got to say no names, man. We ain't got to say no names. <laughs> yeah, my, <laughs> thing is, my thing is, like, people, like, like I said, man, it's enough money. Uh, if you if you gave everybody a million dollars, it would still be enough money out here for everybody. No doubt. You don't have to. You don't have to hate on nobody. You ain't got to bitch about. You ain't got to like to do it as a marketing tactic. That's some whole shit to me. Like you don't goofy like, shit. Goofy yeah, you shit. Be like, you don't be. You gotta be like, yeah. You niggas need to. You niggas with no drums. Like damn, y'all don't get tired of that shit. Like shut the fuck up. Like if you want to yeah. drums, get you some beats with some drums and rapper. Don't do that and be like, yo, I got my album coming out. Y'all go here with drums sound like yo. Get the fuck out of here. Or like, do it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, I, don't, don't. I don't be giving yeah. a fuck. I'm trying to, I be trying to pull him away from that shit too. Cause it's so but he don't he don't, he don't let it bother him. But yeah, it's just like, like I be saying, like, don't acknowledge the shit. Yeah, he won't oh, not to acknowledge it, but I'll be like, man, shut up. That's all it's for, it's all it is is to get him. Yeah, yeah, like, don't do that as a marketing, don't do that as a marketing club. Don't be like don't fall for it. Don't do like you niggas cover arts is trash. Like just to, just because you got an album covered out. And your cover are different. It ain't even fire. It's just not. It's just different. <laughs> not even. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of shit. But you know. But the thing that makes it like, because I'm 35 and these niggas be like older than me doing that shit. Sometimes I be like, you niggas too old. Or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But besides that, like I said, we've been real fortunate to meet some solid individuals. Like real. If one con I could say is like. Waiting on niggas to push it out. That's the only con I can I like really this shit, say. I mean, yeah, I like it, but I'm saying like just waiting, like waiting on your shit to hit the streets. Like you, like nigga, we got this. But y'all shit. make up for it though, man. Because one thing I like about you guys, man, you guys are like old school with it. You guys are traditional with it. Whereas you guys don't just produce like a song here, a song there. You guys produce entire albums. Yeah, I like I like that, man. Because it's some yeah. some of your some of your favorite producers. Have never produced entire albums. I could go through a long line of great producers that never produced an entire album. And you guys got entire projects with um, you know, Eddie Kane, entire mm-hmm. projects, you know, with 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 uh water, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so so that's that's pretty remarkable, man. You have you guys ever, you know, you, you guys ever thought about that? Yeah, like yeah. that's our that's our thing. Like I love that the, yeah. like getting the whole project. And it's, and, and it's easy for us because it's easy for us because it's like and we're doing it like via email. Yeah, like, we I, mean, I can't so wait to it's get crazy. Yeah, everybody. that's what I'm saying. So it's crazy because it's like okay, you know what I'm saying? Like white walls, right? Mm. That was the that was kind of like the the like. Like we could really do this because I was look at this nigga that came in. Wow. We were shot. Damn, like, what is that? A dragon? We've <laughs> nah, been trying to come in for them. Don't worry about him. But no, nah, we uh we uh with, with Lord Juco, that was a, I was a fan of him. And we was right. trying to uh, <laughs> we was trying to send him beats for so long, but he was fucking with the beats, he just wasn't getting back to us. By the time he got back to us, he was like, yo, we got a whole project. And so like the thing about it is, if somebody picks one artist, one if somebody picks one one beat from us, and we send the beat project, and somebody sends the pitch the first two, we'll know what direction you're going in. That's why exactly. when you ask, are we producers or beat makers? And I say we producers because if you pick that, if you pick those first two beats, we can kind of tell where you're going with it. Exactly. And so now I'm sending like, okay, he picked them two. Hey, Chris, you got this such and such. Hey, send me that. And we're gonna send that to Water. We're gonna send that, and then. That's how we have our whole albums come out. So yeah, we it's kind of natural for us because it's like, like I said, you know, we just need to say, okay, if he picked this one, 
okay, I see what Bobby going in. Okay, I see what bad. Mm. Like water, shout out water because he picked the beats that I wouldn't send to nobody else because I don't know if they would even know how to approach it. But right. you send him that shit, he water. Like yeah, he, he water said, you know what I'm saying? He gonna talk that shit. And so it, it was it, it it all happens organically. All this shit be organic, man. Like especially yeah. You got to think about it. We're doing it via email and all that shit. Like it's yeah. super organic. And like, that's that's uh, I did a lot of that in college. Like when I was uh, making doing my little mixtapes and stuff. Like I would produce every beat on my mixtape. He would record yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? He would piss me off. Mix because it. He would, I would rap up some shit that we should have been sending somebody. I'm like but I'm telling them like I, I like doing this shit. Yeah, it's, it's part of it for me. Like yeah, able to do yeah. the the, the rapping and the seeing how that shit sound in the car and like. I get better every time I listen to some shit. I'm like, okay, and I need to have some shit going like this to the rapper. I need to approach it this way, so yeah. it's just more, more ways. To it helps them produce. Iron. It helps them, yeah, and come with delivery. But it's also uh, uh, a warning, like, hey, I'm gonna send you this beat. Yeah. If you don't fuck with it, first of all, somebody else gonna fuck with it. And second of all, if not, this nigga fuck around and rap over it. So you might want to make a decision. You know, so it's been a lot recently. People, like, hey, is this still available? No. Hell no, nah. we uh, you know, what I'm saying like, nah, you can't play, you can't play around. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, we, we definitely into producing whole projects and you know, what I'm saying like having the concepts come together mm-hmm. and shit like that. Yeah, like, we want that. We like, like you know this. We kind of greedy with that. Like, if we on a project with some other producers, we kind of want to get more to them on that. Oh, yo, <laughs> <laughs> this all type shit. Yeah, like, we, we want can... all the hoes if we can have them. Yeah, <laughs> you know and then when other people drop and they going hard, they going like. I ain't gonna front my nigga Don Carrera. Shout he be having me on my shit. Like yeah. he'll drop something. Oh, I got to, no. Don Carrera, nice man. Yeah, he worked a lot with um. He worked a lot with uh Ty Ferris. Yeah, he worked a lot with Ty Ferris. Yeah, and Bull, Bull Rock. He got that. All, all my Bull Rock favorite songs is produced by Don Carrera. Yeah. My, my personal, even Wavy. Wavy's yeah, going, crazy. going crazy. And Wavy be like, Yo, Wavy's nasty. Wavy's nasty with it. That's the homie too. And he's yeah. Matter of fact, fun fact. He, you know, he moved to New York, right? He was from Florida. He's from Florida, yeah. I interviewed yeah. him maybe about four or five months ago. But we chopped it up. He was on the Greyhound bus on the way up there, telling, telling, you know, laying out what he planned to do. So that's how far we go back. That's what I'm saying. A lot of this shit is just like at this point, it's just like working with, with the home, with the homies. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not even. Like in a like you said, we ain't no rush. I'm not even like we not even on no beats for hire type shit. Like we we building with our people because they getting better, and it's like they motivating us to keep getting better. Cause it's like hey, you know what I'm saying? Like if you listen to you know what I'm saying Eddie Kane, he he it. You know what I'm saying? He, he gonna be up there, so we gotta keep up. Yeah, yeah we all get, the niggas is all the niggas older, keep getting better. And they keep getting better and better. Everybody's getting rim that rim 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 is. That joint, that that joint, y'all, that that joint y'all produced for Rim. That the, that last joint y'all produced for Rim when he got the uh, the um the trench coat. That, that oh man, listen, man, that's listen, it, that's it. Yeah, and that's one of those that's things. Like people that music just to be a part of that project is an honor. Like yeah, we enter that, sure. you know what I'm saying? Or we we did a song about you know what I'm saying like we did a song about you know the racial injustices is going on. With Lennox Hughes. Lennox Hughes, shout out Lennox Hughes. Yeah, man. shout out him. Out of, uh, out, of, out, of, out of Harlem. Yeah, yeah, my nigga work. I'm just, I'm just getting into him, man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get more. Yeah, I'm, I want, I want, I want to hear more from him. But he's dope. Yeah, he's dope. We definitely, we definitely gonna have a, we gonna do a few, a few full projects with with Lennox, man. Yeah. In the future, like we yeah, get yeah. work with, bro. Yeah, yeah. but now, but uh, all these people getting better, and they motivate us to, you know, we gotta keep like 
that's the way I look at it. Like, hey man, before like one of these days they're gonna be going to they're gonna be Alchemist gonna be sending them packs. I gotta make sure that he's still uh checking that standouts uh yeah, email. Hell yeah. 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 Like, keep up because yeah. you know so everybody's still sharp and still you know and no that's doubt, really no thing. we've been fortunate to work yeah. with these artists is going crazy you know what i'm saying so, this really all we ever wanted was like to be a demand honestly like yeah. you know what i'm saying even if you know by whoever's just like guys hitting us up like hey we need some shit that can rap being yeah. in demand by niggas that can rap and that's we we only looking up from here like that's all like we were. So y'all y'all got y'all cooking man. So I, I take it man. Y'all y'all busy right now man. Y'all the the plate is full for the most part. Yeah, I mean it ain't never full. I mean yeah. shit, we we ready. To we got we got so much shit in the pipeline. You know what I'm saying? Like fifteen years of beats, man. Yeah. Shit, we got so much shit coming out that that you know we have. So talk about that, man. We about to wrap this thing up, man. What y'all got? What y'all got coming out? You know, um. Let the fans know where they can find y'all on uh, social media, you know, where, where, you know, as far as like, um, you know, websites, merch or anything like that, man. What you guys, uh, uh, you know, new music, what you guys got coming out next? Well, first off, we got the merch, the uh, Keep Staring, Keep Staring, Staring the shirt, you know what I'm saying? $31, go tap in, good quality, good you know quality. what I mean? Hey, you looking right in there, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah, we got that start a pot series. We're cooking that. Jamal say we'll go all the way to 36. So yeah. we'll see. And then I mean? um shit. Like I said, man, if Spoda, we mixing and mixing and mastering. Yeah, Spoda, so, we got something. Hold on. Hey. Fuck it, we mixed the master another full lit project. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey. We ain't gonna tell you the name of it, but you know what I'm saying? But, but I tell you, out. this shit is crazy. I'm, I'm I'm speaking from the heart. This shit is fucking crazy. I'll be seeing y'all cooking, man, on IG. I'll be tapping in with y'all already right now. Whenever yeah, y'all, yeah, hop yeah, on, yeah. y'all hop on that bitch, man. I'll be, I'll be seeing y'all. But pretty much any time that any any of the walkers, if they working on something, we we there. You mm-hmm. you can you can expect just to be in the scene. And it's a couple of artists that you know, saying we working with that I'm we gonna keep under wraps. But we got the songs. Mm-hmm. You know, we gonna keep it under wraps because it's like all right, when they drop, we just like oh yeah, nigga. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, but yeah, the, the, the usual suspects though. Anybody that we don't put something out with yeah. recently from the Walkers to Lord Juco, like we yeah. we steady, we still building on relationships. Yeah. Sending them beats. Uh, K uh, Burns, K Burns, UG, like all of all conspiracy. Yeah, yeah man. everybody we work with, we, we continually working yeah. with. So, so who was y'all? You know, I know, like you said, man, you guys have the Walkers and you and you guys uh that conglomerate that you guys are a part of. What um before we get out of here, what artists? Would you guys like to work with you know outside of those guys? Rock Marciano for me, man. Earl Sweatshirt for me. Yeah, I Earl Sweatshirt. <laughs> Rock Marciano. That would be a full circle moment if we work with Rock Marciano because that's that's the guy. I was yeah. like, hey, I gotta get B. I, that was the first person I wanted to get B to. Yeah. But you know they doing anything, and you know, Rock Marciano is a dope ass producer. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I'm about to say. Also, also, <laughs> also though, Willie the Kid, man. Ooh, hey, Willie the Kid, please. hey. Plug, hey, <laughs> tell him the highlight. Oh, really, the kid interview dropping tomorrow, June first, man, twelve o'clock p.m. Eastern time, man. Shout really, out the kid is dope, and oh my gosh, uh, what's that shit called? Uh, what's the uh masterpiece? What's the masterpiece? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh man, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Albums that had me opening up my shit like, oh, yeah, crazy, yeah. like. Damn, Willie really the kid, man. Yeah, Willie really the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Tell him to holler. No doubt. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that call in, man. Well, look, it's been a pleasure, man, chopping up with you brothers, man. We got 
We got ADOT, we got CDOT of the standouts, man. Thank you, brothers, for being on the platform, man. You got you guys got anything else before we get out of here? Oh, just follow us. Uh, our, our ad is it should be in the bottom left corner of our uh, screen, the standouts underscore. Okay. Follow us uh, on IG, and you can follow us individually too, but you know. Yeah. Cool. But follow the standouts, man. Yeah, here. Shout out and shout out to you, man. Uh, yeah, like yeah. I said, I, I I fuck with your platform, heavy man. Heavy, I, 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 your research. Yeah, heavy. I told I you, like, I was like, yo, you yeah, really be, bro, you really, really be doing this shit. Like, I, <laughs> I, 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 I wanna, I wanna, I already know you're gonna keep going with this shit, but I, I definitely see this, this like, platform, this hey. concept, the way you do this, like going all the way up and up yeah, and up, yeah. man. So shout and out I, to you. And I told, I told you, I said, man, say. I hope I hope he's double back and don't forget about us. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, timing, timing, timing is everything, man. Yeah, it's man. Nah, I appreciate it, man. Timing is everything, man. I'm glad we was able to put this thing together. But uh, look, man, it's been an honor having you guys, man. You guys take care. Have a good night, man. And maybe we could do this shit uh, uh, sometime in the near future, man. Yeah, man. Definitely. No, we're back. We have some more shit to share, some more shit to uh, talk about. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Y'all.